so I think it's uh, appropriate that we are a faithful few this morning. Um, because the message this morning, unlike it says in the bulletin, is not titled Exceeding Peace. It's called Rescued from Wrath, but don't let the, the title fool you. God didn't call this select few here so that I could lecture you on the coming wrath. That's not the point. But the message from uh, Thessalonians that's in our lectionary this morning for the epistle is a letter from Paul to the church at Thessalonica. Let me read the epistle and then we're going to do a little exercise here among, uh, amongst ourselves. Um, as I said, maybe it's appropriate that, that we few that are gathered here this morning are here this morning. Uh, as we hear the, the letter from Paul to uh, Thessalonica um, together as uh, the church in countryside. Paul writes, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers, constantly remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction, just as you know what kind of persons we prove to be among you for your sake. And you became imitators of us and of the Lord, for in spite of persecution, you received the word with joy inspired by the Holy Spirit so that you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place your faith in God has become known, so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. What I'd like us to do this morning is to enter a realm of imagination. Not in the sense of imagination in the form of a fairy tale, because what Paul writes here is the truth about how uh, God feels about his faithful. But I want you to imagine that I went to the mailbox out front this morning and I retrieved a letter from Paul, not written to the church in Thessalonica, but rather a letter from Paul to the church at Countryside. And Paul writes to us, I, Paul, together with Silas and Timothy, send greetings to the church at Countryside. 
Christians assembled by God the Father and by the Master Jesus Christ. God's amazing grace be with you. God's peace be with you. So Paul writes, every time we think of you countryside, we thank God for you. Day and night you're in our prayers as we call to mind your work of faith, your labor of love and your patience of hope in following our master Jesus Christ before God our Father. It's clear to us, friends of countryside, that God not only loves you very much, but also he has put his hand on you for something special. When the message we preached came to you, it wasn't just words. Something happened to you at Countryside. The Holy Spirit put steel in your convictions. And you at Countryside paid careful attention to the way we lived among you and determined to live that way yourselves. And in imitating us, you imitated the Master. And although great trouble accompanied the word, you were able to take great joy from the Holy Spirit, taking the trouble with the joy, the joy with the trouble. Do you know that all over the area of Splendora and Montgomery County, believers look up to you? The word has gotten around. Your lives are echoing the Master's word, not only in Splendora, but all over the place. The news of your faith in God is out. We don't even have to say anything anymore. You are the message. People come up and tell us how you received us with open arms, how you deserted the dead idols of your old life so you could embrace and serve the true God. They marvel at how expectantly you in Splendora, Countryside, United Methodist Church, wait the arrival of his son, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from certain doom. See, that letter that Paul wrote is timely and it's applicable not just to the church in Thessalonica, but to the church in Countryside. And when you really break it down, do we have faith in Christ here? Do we? Yes, we do. And so Paul says, I thank God for you. Does that faith that we have, does it produce good works here at Countryside? Yes, it does. And so Paul says, I thank God for you. Do we labor in love here at Countryside? Yes, we do. Do we wait with patience in hope of the coming of our Savior Jesus here at Countryside? Yes, we do. So Paul says, I thank God for you. See, Paul thanks God for you because you are a church with convictions of steel. Do you feel that this morning? As you brave the weather to sit among the few here this morning. Which makes it a lot easier on my neck, by the way. <laughs> Paul thanks God for you because you are steadfast 
in your faith and uncompromising in your belief that Jesus Christ is the way and the truth and the life. Paul thanks God for you because word of your food pantry has gotten out. Paul thanks God for you because word of your prayer ministry has gotten out. Paul thanks God for you because word of your Christmas angels program has gotten out. Paul thanks God for you because word of your Bible study has gotten out. Paul thanks God for you because your simple little podcast recorded with an iPhone has reached souls all over the planet. And you receive people who come in here with open arms. That's who you are. And you are being transformed in Christ by discipleship. And that cat is out of the bag in this community. The beans have been spilled in Splendora. The word has gotten out and people all over this region are thanking God for you and for this place set apart for his purposes today. Do you know that? How many people did we have at Christmas Angels? How many people have we served this year in food pantry? How many souls have been touched outside the doors of Archie's by our prayer ministry? Thank you for acknowledging that. So Paul says, let people marvel at how you are expectantly waiting, actively waiting, joyfully waiting and spreading the gospel of the coming of the Lord. The coming of the Lord to rescue us. Let people marvel because countryside is looking forward to that day. We're not afraid of the wrath to come. As I, as I see some bumpy bumper stickers on, on trucks that pass through here, we ain't scared. <laughs> we're not scared because we're believers in Christ. We embrace the coming Christ because while his coming surely brings judgment and the wrath of a perfectly just and holy God to those who choose not to have fellowship with him. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we know that wrath is coming, but it also brings peace and joy to those who are already in Christ. And so we have this mission which we have embraced, which causes God and Paul and all the host of heaven to thank God for this church. Because we are reaching out to save those souls through all the different things that we do. So that when the wrath does come, as many people as possible will be rescued. And so Paul thanks God for you today. And because of that, I stand here thanking God for you. For all that you do in the name of Jesus Christ for this community. <laughs> You are the church at Countryside. Christians assembled by God the Father and by the Master Jesus Christ 
You have overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit and all honor and glory you readily, joyfully, faithfully give to God every day. So feel good about the coming wrath because you're doing everything in your power through Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells in you to save as many as possible. And so Paul and everyone thanks God for you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.